Welcome to the Marvel Universe. This is the Countdown to Infinity. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Almost Nerdy. I'm Shalom. And I'm Courtney. We're the Happy Hipsters. And on today's episode, we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians. Volume 1. Volume 1. Thanks for joining us again this week. Whether mm. you are having us with you on your commute or maybe you're picking up your dog poop like us because dog our dog poops a lot. A lot. Two, three times. <laughs> so a many day times. sometimes. Sometimes she gives us a double surprise. <laughs> <laughs> that, <Ain't> means, <laughs> that means two poops in one walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's proud of it. She's definitely she's proud of it. of it. She usually puppy scoots after the second one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway thank you so much guys Mm. again we've been asking in our latest episodes if you could please rate us if you could do that that would be great just because it makes us more visible to other people so the Mm. more that we are rated the more visible we are to other people so if you enjoy this please please rate us because then more people can join in on the fun Mm -hmm. sharing is caring yeah, sharing is caring. Yeah. <laughs> so, on to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I really like this movie. I think so it was very different. Um, mm-hmm. We were actually watching some of the behind the scenes. And yeah. this movie was actually a pretty big risk for them. It was because huge. to the Marvel Universe, mm. A, these are pretty obscure characters. Yes. And yes. so people didn't know them already. Yeah. And on top of that, they really gave the characters a major, major overhaul. They're mm. very different from the comic book. Right. So yeah. that is very exciting. Mm. I think that we will start with two sentence summary. We'll start with two sentence summary, and Great. and I mean before we do that, like mm-hmm. also like we were skeptical when we saw the previews. Like we were yeah. like we were like I don't know like if this is gonna be like good. Yeah, I agree. We we definitely didn't know if it was gonna be good or not. The preview was was kind of weird. Yeah. when it first came yeah, out, yeah, it was weird. It was very weird, and also the characters. Like I mean, like the main character, Chris Pratt. You know, you we didn't know. Only we, didn't really we knew know. him from Parks and Rec as right. Andy, so, so I was so like, we're really okay. skeptical. So yeah, let's hop into two second sentence summary. <laughs> I keep saying calling it second. <laughs> we probably need to do a two second one one day, but two sentence summary. Two sentence summary. Mm-hmm. So guys, as we say every week, the name of the game: two sentence summary. We have two sentences to summarize mm-hmm. the movie, and yes. we want you to vote. Whose two sentence summary is better on our Instagram story on Fridays? That's when mm-hmm. we post it. Guys, I need your votes. Courtney <laughs> is killing me here. <laughs> killing me. Well, you she had a winning You had a, a winning streak for a while there. I did. But now you're like, you 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 started rhyming as well. And then now you're like singing. You're like making Martin Luther King quotes. Like I'm like, how can I beat that? I, I I'm I'm struggling. And this week is a special week because we have two episodes for you. We're doing two Guardians episodes. of the Galaxy Volume One and Volume Two. Right. So you're gonna have Two chances to vote for two different movies. Yeah. And also you're going to get like a, like a listen to work if you have a long commute, like New York or Philly, whatever. Like you can actually like <laughs> listen to both episodes today. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? For Valentine's okay. Day. For Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I will go first. Okay. I will go first. first. Maybe I might win if I go first. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Kidnapped by ravages. Peter Quill is not your average man. Crazy friends he would make, but God, we hope it's not a mistake. Yay! Yay! Rhyming. That was rhyming. a great one. What was a good one? It's a good one. Okay, what do you have for us mine? today? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. The potential destruction of a planet brings together a very unlikely group of heroes. Mm. But who would ever guess that a dance-off would save the day because they're the guardians of the galaxy, you big turd blossom. Turd blossom. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> That's my favorite line. We're the guardians of the galaxy, <laughs> you big turd blossom. <laughs> That's oh, man. perfect. This- That's perfect. This movie really, really gets me. Mm, I love it. Mm, really gets, really gets me as well. Like it's, it's. There's a lot of awesome stuff. It was an awesome surprise. I think this is the first kind of like obscure character. Yeah. In 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 all of this. Yeah. So I think I think definitely as as a first, it really set like a high standard. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So. I think everybody's going to know that we're going to rate pretty high on the nerd scale. We're going to rate pretty high. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So today's nerd scale is from one mm. to all of my music is on mixtapes. All, all, all of your music? All of your music is on mixtapes. Wow. So wow. a 10 is all my music is on mixtapes. Wow. How would you rate this movie? I own a store that only sells mixtapes. You own the store. So I own the store. Did you make the mixtapes? I made them. So I made wow. mixtapes. And then I'm selling them now. Because okay. I have like so many of them. So I've got this you whole store. And them. people just come like, and they're like, they're like, we want, I want mixtapes from the 80s. And I'm like, okay, what genres? And, <laughs> and you know, so it's. This is very elaborate. What number is this? That's a nine. So how would you rate it? I would say that. All of my music is mm. on mixtapes, and I have them alphabetically ordered. Because <laughs> I'm OCD like that. It's all, like, laid out. Actually, fun fact about us, and it's something that I just needed to, like, let go of, which is mm. when I got married, all of my DVDs, which I have a lot of because I love movies. Mm-hmm. We're in alphabetical order, yeah. and Shalom would never put them back in alphabetical order. <laughs> and <laughs> it pains me a little bit and it makes it way harder to find the movies actually today i might put them in alphabetical order i don't know when we moved mm-hmm. i put all the movies mm-hmm. into the box alphabetically mm-hmm. and then they never got put away alphabetically because Shlom put the dvds away and now they're all mixed up <laughs> so and it's been like a year and i've never fixed it i gave up <laughs> We don't really use DVDs that much. That's true. Not that much because mm. we usually get the ones. Only you use DVDs I now. I like it. I like them. Because I use Apple TV. So <laughs> who was putting it in, out of alphabetical order? You may ask. You. You did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a nine. I give it a nine. <laughs> wow. Nine. We, we, we got the same number. Yeah. We For the first time in a while. So. So what did you like I think what I like the most is it was definitely very different than the rest of the universe so far. Like, first mm. of all, we're not even on Earth at all. Right. Which which is new. Right. Besides Thor. But even Thor is still very highly tied to Earth. Mm. This, we're being introduced to a completely new world, basically. Mm. Yeah. 
new galaxy it's it has really broadened our look and on top of that like we really get a better look at thanos which has only been teased to us so far right so this is actually very very important to the grand scheme of things and we finally get to see them in infinity war Mm. we finally get to see them it all kind of come together right right i the thing that i think i love the most about this movie though is the introduction of each character i really love how you get such a great introduction to everyone yeah and you can really see what their character is about Mm. just just from the first second that you see them so quill when we first meet quill we (coughs) a we see that his you know we see that his mother passed away Mm. we can see when he goes to take the orb which he doesn't know is an infinity stone yet when he goes to take that you can see he's a good fighter he's not well known because he's trying to give himself a nickname and no one knows who he is star lord (laughs) (laughs) the music choice you can see that he is still tied he's still tied to mm. to earth. Yeah. But it's yeah. older music, you know, it's mm. older music. Mm. And you can see that he's a player. Mm. He forgets that there's a girl there. In his ship. <laughs> In his ship. He forget he literally forgets oh. that. So you can see that like he's a player mm. when you meet Ronan. Mm. Ronan comes in, you mm. he gives that whole speech. Mm. So you know that he doesn't really demonstrate the Cree necessarily. Yeah. Because they're like, they call me a zealot. They call me this. They call me Mm, that. So you can see that like, he really doesn't represent the bigger group. And then we meet Rocket and Groot. Mm. And you can see that Rocket is obviously the brains and Mm. just the way that he he talks about people in general as he's looking around Mm. Xandar. Mm. You can see that he's like, oh, look at these losers. You know, he's making fun of kids. (laughs) He's like, and Groot, meanwhile, you can tell is not not that smart. He's drinking from a water fountain. (laughs) So, So I feel like they did a really, really good job of just introducing a large variety of characters. Yes. And giving a great introduction to them. Mm. Even Gamora. Gamora, I think, has a good introduction, too. The way that they, they're they like, wow, like everybody knows who Gamora is. And if you don't, then like, yeah. <laughs> where have you been? Yeah. She's this assassin. She's this killer. Mm. So I think that they really did a good job there. And it's mixed yeah, with a did. lot of, a lot of humor. And, and even the music. The music tells mm. a story. Mm-hmm. It does. The it music does. is actually really part of it even um mm. i think my favorite one is is the pina colada song yeah the name of that the name of that song is escape mm. and they play that song when they're escaping from As the prison escape from the yeah that was that was really cool and it's see. just clever you know yeah yeah i just think really really clever yeah the music definitely was was a big deal like very nostalgic like mm-hmm. you know you know as as you know someone who was born in the 80s like like that music really really like means so much you know in terms of experiences Mm. in terms of just like you i could i felt every song every song they played like i was like oh my goodness this is awesome so i'm a musician and i have this high appreciation for like good songs good songs and i feel like they do such a phenomenal job and even if, if I if I'd hated the the movie, I would have absolutely just like gone for the music because it was just incredible how they incorporated that. So yeah. So when we were watching this movie again, getting ready to cast, I was sitting there and I was like, "Why is the orb on Morag?" Right. 
because they didn't seem to know they didn't seem to know like what it was so i actually googled it and they knew so the people of morag knew that it was powerful Mm. they didn't know that it was an infinity stone so they just they built a temple to protect it and then Mm. the civilization i think they had global warming and then there was a flood so this is the first time when they've actually been able to retrieve it in like centuries yeah So I looked that up, and I, I just thought that that was kind of an interesting mm. interesting thing to talk about. Very interesting. Very interesting. Like, I was curious about that as well. So so basically, they, they knew it was powerful. Yes. But they had no idea it was an, an Infinity Stone. No, they didn't know. They just That's knew crazy. that it was something that they needed to protect. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. I thought that it was really, like, cool how they set that up. And even, like, introducing Peter Quill. Like, I thought, like... The 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 epic music at the beginning when he first arrives, you mm-hmm. you know creates this like oh my gosh, we have no idea where he is right now. This is gonna be so crazy. Big fight scene coming. It's gonna be insane. And then he he removes his mask and just starts going ding ding ding. And you're like <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so refreshing to see that to be like wow, they really started it off on a very light note Mm -hmm. you know and i love how he was grabbing those little creatures and like singing and like singing (laughs) using them as microphones and stuff like that yeah they definitely kept that like light Mm. note going throughout and i i find that very interesting actually that they were able to do that Mm. because when you think about it like this is actually a story about bad guys Yes. Every single one of them yes. is a bad guy. Yes. <laughs> They're or, or what we would consider a bad guy. Like the Ravengers are not good. Right. Gamora Gamora is like the deadliest assassin in the entire universe. Mm-hmm. Like entire mm-hmm. galaxy. She yeah. is the she's an assassin. Right. We've got Rocket and Groot. They're bounty hunters. Like they're not. They're not good either. It's just you know. It's funny. It's really funny to think about. Like this is really a story about people who are not good. Mm-hmm. None of them would be considered good, mm-hmm. and yet they were able to make us be charmed by them. Yeah, yeah. And to be like, yeah, I yeah. want to be. I I am on their team. Mm-hmm. I want them to win. Mm-hmm. Like like at the beginning of the movie where they take Peter Quill and it's kidnapping. Yeah. They kidnap the kid. <laughs> and the granddad must be going through so much in that moment where he's just like, he's just like, oh, my gosh, like I've just lost my daughter and my grandson just disappeared. And he ran off like distraught. OK, Peter Quill is going like Yandu is like my father, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, he's a kidnapper. Like, he's <laughs> a like, kidnapper. I you. So it's. If, if it was not a superhero movie, it was just a drama, it would have been like one of those like, oh, oh my man. gosh, the kidnapped kid is now feeling for the kidnapper. And it's just weird. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> but the way they set it up, it almost covers that up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Star Prince. Star Lord. Star Prince. <laughs> he has a code name. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got a code name. <laughs> And I love how he's like, he's like, no, it's it's my, it's my what? It's my villain something. And then he's like, he's like, Re- relax. Like, having a code name is not that weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just, it's layered with so much humor yeah. that I just think that it, they really, they really did yes. a phenomenal job with this movie. And it's, it's funny because it's layered with humor, but I think it has some really, really deep meanings. And I think we're going to, you know, we'll get into that mm. when we get to... When we get to themes. Right. 
but they definitely they definitely use the humor to kind of mask a little bit of the seriousness of it, mm-hmm. which I th- I think yes. helps it fit into the universe better because they yeah. really did do an overhaul on these characters. Mm-hmm. Like Peter Quill mm-hmm. is supposed to be a very hard hardened, basically space criminal. Like right. he's supposed to be like a hardened captain. Mm. Gamora is an assassin. Mm. We've got Nebula is supposed to be just like legit crazy. Like wow. she's, she's wow. not, I mean, she's pretty nuts in this movie, but like, even more nuts. Rocket. Um, Groot looks terrifying. <laughs> Guys, like, look. Seriously, go on Google and look up what Groot looks like. Yeah. He's very, very scary. Yeah. But they made it so light. Like, yes, that's, they that's, made it very light. That's they what they, they really wanted. They wanted, like, something that's that's more accessible. And I feel like that's kind of where Marvel did mm. a great job in saying, like, hey, let's reinvent all of this. Yeah. Let's reinvent it. Let's Let's think. Let's rethink this whole thing in terms of the direction we wanted to go and you see that in most of their movies there's a lot of humor there's mm. like a mm-hmm. lot of humor and they're kind of like playing with the humor of the the, the i would like to think the humor of the the actors mm-hmm. it's almost like kind of going like okay this is the kind of was when you see someone like like drax you know <laughs> you know baptista is is really like I did not think he was like he was never like I I watched wrestling girl growing up. Baptista was just like this serious yeah. guy. It was like I'll be job, you know. And and seeing him being so like kind of like doofy, you know, like was kind of like I was like that is so interesting that this guy is like that. Then you realize, oh wow, like he's actually like that. That's actually what he's like, you know. And and that was kind of like quite an experience for me in terms of seeing someone I grew up seeing like in wrestling as one type of person and then seeing them on a whole nother level where they're like still like, you know, beating people up. Mm. But like there's this other side that they've always had that is hilarious, that is funny. So I feel like Marvel did a great job just reinventing, thinking outside the box of 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 what has been seen before, what has been created before in terms of even the actors or even the, the the comic itself. So, mm. and speaking of Drax, I actually googled something else because yeah. I was just interested in it. Yeah, um, you'll notice a lot of times, and we see it in Guardians of the Galaxy two, mm-hmm. and at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy one, when Baby Groot is dancing, mm. he'll stop when Drax Ooh, looks at him. Yeah. So I actually googled. I was like, why does that happen? <laughs> like, why does Baby Groot always stop when Drax looks at him? And there's two. There's two theories. <laughs> Yeah. The first one is that Drax can't see things when they move. Oh. And so like Groot is like stopping so that he doesn't see him. But I don't wait, wait, he can't see things when they move. Or don't move, sorry. When they don't move. So it's like oh. like he's like a T Rex kind of. And the the reason why people think that is because in Infinity War when he's like, I am moving so slowly that you can't see me move like that's the evidence they have for that. Oh, my but God. What I think is the more likely thing uh-huh. is he doesn't like mm. he doesn't like dancing. Right. He hates dancing. Right. right. So every time mm. and Groot knows that. So because mm. Groot knows that he's he stops dancing. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. That's to not cool. anger Drax. That's 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 actually that's really deep. That's really deep. I, I like I think it makes so much sense like that. Like he's the kind of person who's like. 
it was like wow like you know even like when he he talks about Peter Quill like I mean that's like in a different movie we talked about those who dance and those who don't and he's like I don't dance my wife did not dance so there's that whole like thing about him that is like you know you know kind of like no no he hates it yeah he doesn't like dancing and Groot kind of knows that yeah, and Groot knows that about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love I love some of the statements that he says. He's got he has this like there's almost like a a Thor in him that says this like behold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, oh, when they're in word. the when they're in the prison and and they just broke out of prison, right? And, right. <laughs> and Peter comes out and he's like flying. He's like, behold. Behold. And I love the one part where he's like, nothing flies over, nothing, nothing flies over my head. I've got quick reflexes. I'll catch it. I would catch it. <laughs> they're like, they're literal. He's like, literal oh, people. Oh my gosh. Oh man. That makes yeah. it great. And also Rocket is also really, really awesome. Really, oh, do you think that was it's Bradley Cooper? Yeah. Oh my word, oh my word, that is actually crazy. Like I, that that was very surprising, and my respect of Bradley Cooper just shot up like so many levels, so many levels. I'm surprised he, did he didn't job. know that was him. It sounds I like had him. No idea. I literally had. I no mean, it idea. sounds like Bradley Cooper doing a weird voice, which is what he's doing. Right. Which I'm not. I'm not so accustomed to. But that was phenomenal. You know, you know. Funny story about Bradley Cooper. Like, it's a slight side note, but actually, like, you know, on Twitter, like this morning, like they were talking about how he actually told Spike Lee they were doing this award. Uh, all these producers who are getting awards were sitting around in a circle, and and Bradley Cooper was kind of caught Spike Lee off guard by saying, 10 years ago, he auditioned with Spike Lee, and Spike Lee said no to him." So that was pretty cool. But side note. About anyways, what? I don't know what movie it was, but he just said, I, I came to you, I auditioned, and you turned me down. And, like, it was, it was really cool to see that, like, he's also, like, getting an award, probably. Hopefully they win, you know, for the movie that's coming up. But definitely seeing that, like, you know, he's a good actor. He's, he's a great actor. That's, that's really my point, like, where, you know. He's just someone that I've come to respect just out of finding out like he's rocking. I was like, that's a hard part. It sounds like a hard part to act. And he killed it. Yeah, this movie definitely had a really good cast. I also found myself Googling a lot of things, as mm. you'll notice, because I'll tell you all the things that I Googled. <laughs> she loves to Google. I was just really interested in a lot. Yeah. Because, again, like, they're an obscure... It's an obscure... Um, mm. Mm. Again, it's an obscure comic like not a lot it of is. people know the guardians of the galaxy it so it's it, it was obscure again mm. so i ended up googling on things one of the other things that i googled was did Groot actually die at the end because <laughs> 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 i was like i was like is he dead and baby Groot is his baby mm. or is that a reincarnation of mm. him mm. and basically what i got mm. from it is like he did die and right. the the stick that became Baby Groot isn't the original Groot anymore. It's right. a different Groot, but right. it's still part of Groot. Right. It's, it's still kind part of, of the same. I, I, I like to picture it as this. I thought of Doctor Who, right? Oh. Without the memories, though. Yeah, they don't Without have the, the memories. memories. So it's almost like you die, but you actually can come back. You can actually, like, after you die, your life... Your life 
your your spirit or whatever goes into this little tree and then grows back into something completely different i think it's kind of like that whole concept with you know reincarnation basically yeah you know but, but it's not, like yeah it's not the same the old group though right i mean it might be it's the same the same life you yeah know, but it's basically like this is no it's the same life but it's not the same like memories i feel like what gets taken away is the memories of the old Groot but i think it's the same person but just different memories but that actually makes it a different person yeah in terms of like your interaction and in terms of the relationship with everyone else you know yeah yeah i definitely grew is something. Yeah. He's amazing. He's <laughs> I amazing. really like I really like Groot. I think Yeah. I think they did a good job with Groot. Yeah. They Especially did a because job. he can't talk like he can't talk, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He doesn't talk at all. So right. they had to put a lot, I think, into his face. Right. I think they had to put a lot into his like actions. Mm-hmm. I like that Rocket can understand him. Yes. No one else can. Yes. I, I like that duo together. I think that that's really right. cool. Also, like, speaking of casting, um, Sean Gunn, who's um, James Gunn's brother, he he's one of the Ravagers, but he also does the green screen version of Rocket. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Like, it's kind of interesting to see, like, how those things work. Actually, it was really awesome, like, to watch the behind the scenes. Yeah. Seeing how they do it. Like, wait, it's like, how do you... How do you do any of that stuff? Because I think sometimes, like, we don't give full appreciation to, like, some of those things where it's like, hey, like, like this is actually hard to do for a lot of these guys. Like, mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, you have to, like, do green screen. You have to do, you know, graphics. You have to do all this stuff. Uh-huh. And the movie really is beautiful. It's yeah. really beautiful when it comes to graphics. Um, Some of my favorite graphic moments are with Groot when he does those like special like the, fla- when the, the flowers flower and all things those things out. he has he's such a softy you know in a sense he's got like that soft side yeah to him yeah yeah i like that yeah while we're talking about james Gunn, i feel like we should probably address the elephant in the room of the him, elephant in the room of him yeah. being fired yeah by disney Ooh. yeah yeah so if you if you don't know what happened mm-hmm. basically when me too when me too started really taking off and yeah. there were a lot of people getting fired mm. in hollywood mm. um he was one of the people who who also got caught in that because of yeah. tweets from about this is about 10 years ago now mm-hmm. and i won't repeat them cuz i think they're pretty bad like basically they're making yeah. fun of like child rape mm-hmm. and things like that mm-hmm. and although he never did anything Right. Like he w- he never did anything, but mm. he you know he made the jokes. He made the jokes, and it's like you work for Disney, bro. <laughs> like, right, it's pretty bad. And he had apologized for them, so the cast all mm. was pretty outraged and yeah. shocked that yeah. he was that he was fired yeah. because again he had apologized for it, it was ten years ago. Mm-hmm. It's just it's hard though. It's really hard because yeah, you know, growing up, I remember my mom telling me like never write down something mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, that you don't, don't record want something. Yeah, that you don't feel like you will own later. Mm. And you know he he came out and he was basically like, you know, I apologize for it. I was being silly in my youth, mm. and I felt like I needed to be this edgy person mm. to get noticed yeah. and to get the jobs that I wanted mm. to have. And I'm like, wow, like that's 
that's kind of rough because like in a way he's almost like a victim to society and a victim mm. to to what he felt he had to be right to get to right. where he wanted to be right to move up in mm. the system so it's like he's almost a little bit of a victim there but at the same time it's like yeah you really don't joke about that stuff like that's pretty right. like universally it's accepted that like yeah. you don't joke about child rape yeah you like don't. that that's just you something don't. you don't joke about so yeah. i'm like yeah i'm like i feel like you should know better right like i i and it's just it's just sad like to think about you know um and that's kind of be gonna be like kind of some of the things that like you know i might like touch on a little later as part of my theme but yeah like forgiveness is is forgiveness is something that i think is is lacking in our day and time at the same time as much as i'm all about forgiveness i think that yeah like you're gonna lose some privileges we all will lose some mm. privileges based on mistakes that we might make mm -hmm. you know and that's just the reality of life like where it's like where it's like hey man like it might mean you're not doing certain movies you're yeah. not part of certain yeah you know um you know you can't be part of certain DC projects hired him i yeah. mean dc hired him so dc uh not not that dc is okay with with the things you're saying but dc saying oh, okay you know what we hear you and our they're less child focused like mm -hmm. in terms of like we're gonna less, do suicide squad um suicide squad which, which is, is very much r-rated yeah and so i think that it's one of those things where it's like yeah like it might mean like there's certain environments you might not be able to work in anymore and as much as like I would like to believe that wow you've changed, it's hard it's hard to erase that. Mm. It's hard to erase it. It's hard to to move on and just say, Hey, you can still do the same thing. Yeah. Um I I can imagine that it was a very hard decision for DC for for Marvel to make. Yeah. To say, Hey, we're letting it go and the cast loved him. Yeah, they loved, loved him. Loved him. Uh probably you know, Batista struggled the most the most yeah he really threw a fit yeah. there's actually there uh, i was reading one article that talked about how if you've noticed in infinity war a lot of them are dead <sighs> mm -hmm. a lot of them died mm -hmm. so that is probably intentional mm -hmm. because i don't think that they really know what they're gonna do with the third movie yet yeah yeah. They already have a script they're mm -hmm. considering because he did he wrote the script for mm -hmm. all three so right he has they have the script and they're talking about having the director who did Thor Ragnarok be the director for it, he which I like job. him a lot. I he think did a great he's, job he on did a movie. really good job on Ragnarok. So it, but it's kind of like, is that a slap in the face to be like, we're keeping your script, but you can't direct it. Mm -hmm. That's kind of hard. Yeah. But again, it's like, you know what? I want to believe in forgiveness. Mm. I want to believe in forgiveness. I want to yeah. believe in redemption yeah. from the themes that you can pull from mm. Guardians of the Galaxy. It's, it's like, all about that. It's all about it's all about forgiveness mm -hmm. and caring and, and values like that. So it's like, I want to believe that in 10 years, you're a different person. I know I'm different. Mm. <laughs> like, right. you know, 19-year-old right. Courtney is very, very different from... Right. 29 year old Courtney right like we're I feel like I've grown as a person I've my understanding of people is so much different my level yeah. of care for people is so much different yeah and there are things that I know that I said as a 19 year old that I'm like oh my gosh I was so I selfish I can't believe I like, said that yeah you were a selfish person Courtney mm. what is wrong with you <laughs> so it's like I get mm. that mm. but I also yeah I agree with you Shalom where it's like 
if you are going to put something out there, mm-hmm. you need to be ready to deal with the consequences of it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to be allowed to make movies anymore. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You're going to lose some privileges because you did make a mistake Mm -hmm. and you have to earn people's trust back. And I think for too long, and this is like, this is a broad statement here, for Mm. too long, I think white men have been in power and have had privileges and have gotten away with things that they shouldn't have gotten away with. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? If he had made, if he had made that statement now, if he had made any of those jokes now, he would have been dropped and out of Hollywood immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Because that's just not acceptable Very behavior. True. You cannot make jokes like that. Very true. So yeah. and it's, it's pretty brutal right now, yeah. and, and a lot of it is the backlash of it, and, yeah. and which I totally of getting understand. away with it for years. Yeah, I, and I totally understand that way. It's like, hey, like you know, having the impression that has always been there is that you can do whatever you want and get yeah. away with it. Yeah. Um, another, you know, congressman is being um, is being asked to step down because he took a picture. In in a racist like like a, a racist blackface. picture blackface and you know and it's like it's like they're like saying hey dude step down you know yeah. just from one picture yeah. that was found one picture yeah and if you look at it like just from like look at it from the scope of like just that you're like oh that's an overreaction but if you really look at it in terms of how the environment has always been where it's like yeah you're right like white men getting away with these things mm-hmm. it makes so much sense why there's this backlash that's really yeah. kind of like we're experiencing right now mm-hmm. and so i totally get where people are coming from i totally get the outrage i totally get um i also get the forgiveness or even yeah. like sometimes even the the plea like like james gunn saying hey i've changed I've, yeah. i'm different i get yeah. that i get it and at the same time, I get the outrage and I get kind of like the consequences he's experiencing right now. They're kind of, you know, they might seem over the top, but there is a reason behind that. And I think um, especially if you're a company you, like Disney, it's right. like you are supposed to care for children. Right. You know, they care right. about children. That's that's their thing that they do. Like right. kids. Right. So it's like, how can I, I can see people because I think people really like pointing fingers now and like mm. trying to find flaws which i don't think is right yeah. i don't think that it's right that we sit there and we we scrutinize people to like every like because we're mm. human we're human yeah at the end of the day we're human we're going to make mistakes yes and i think it's rough mm. when we scrutinize people to the point where it's like you have to be perfect mm-hmm. like if you're in any sort mm-hmm. of like limelight you need to be perfect and i yeah. i think that's hard because mm. it's like even stuff like i even think about myself it's like okay I say that I really want to care about the environment and I really want to make sure that my clothes aren't from, you know, underpaid workers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, so now I need to like research every single little thing I do. Like mm. that, it, it becomes overwhelming as mm. a person to like mm. hold yourself to that standard. So it's like, mm. I do get that there needs to be room mm. for forgiveness. Yes. Yeah. And just room to be human. Yeah. But again, I also understand like as a company, it's like Mm. it's hard because people are like really over scrutinizing everything. They're really, really scrutinizing people. And again, I think it's just a backlash Mm. of people have gotten away with things for so long. Yeah. Like there have been so many people that have come forward about about sexual assault, sexual Mm. harassment within the movie business. We watched Lady Gaga's video. It was on Netflix 
where we go through we go through her whole thing and she you know she talks about her producers and how they were basically like forcing her to do stuff and it's like mm. you know shalom and i were talking about this yesterday where everybody was like wow lady gaga like she's crazy she's crazy but it's like mm. actually they were like her her producer was like you need to be like this she's like okay you want me to be like that well i'm gonna take it to this crazy level Mm. I'm gonna do this to mm. so that I can be in control. Like, there's actually so much there that we don't even know about. Mm. So much, so much. Yeah the 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 documentary is called um, Gaga Five Foot Two. Yeah, and and it's so insane. It's so insane. And and th- and that's when she did the album, uh, which has the song Joanne, I think. Yeah, and which is an amazing song, and. Just like seeing that, you realize, wow! Like Hollywood, these power—they are powerful men in there that do like really evil things. Mm. And so you can, you can, you can understand when like something like that comes out, the backlash—it mm-hmm. makes sense. It's like, look, it makes sense. And to be honest with you, like, I don't think people are ready for moderation. Then we're not ready for it. Yeah, you know, we're not ready to say like, hey, let's deal with this problem in moderation. I think we we're probably maybe five to ten years away from saying, okay, let's let's revisit mm-hmm. this. Like where where does forgiveness come in? Where does right now I think it's it's really justified rage. You know, where it's yeah. like like in terms of just the whole picture. Not just one case, but the whole picture is has caused so much rage that eventually it's gonna take time to get past that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Should probably get back to the movie now. <laughs> probably get back to the movie. <laughs> Rewinding. So we don't yeah. know where the Guardians of the Galaxy are going just yet. Yeah. Yeah. But back, back, backing up, backing up. Backing back, up, backing up. <laughs> so back to some other stuff that I Googled because mm-hmm. I Googled a lot of things. Yeah. I looked up. <laughs> I wanted to know because. When we got to nowhere, mm. they were like, it's in the severed head of a celestial. So I mm. was like, what the heck is celestial? Mm. So celestials are a race of basically immortal space gods. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So their conscious minds form galaxies. Hmm. Yeah. And they're basically indestructible. So it's pretty impressive that nowhere is even the severed head of one. Wow. Can they kill each other? Like, is is that like a thing? I didn't Google that. Oh, okay. I don't know. I was wondering how that, that yeah, the severed head <laughs> came to be. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to another thing that I Googled. Uh. <laughs> I also looked up the collector because I was kind of wondering, like, who's the collector? Right. Or like, what is that? Uh-huh. Um, so he is one of the immortal elders of the universe. Oh, my gosh. And Basically, he's collecting things because he foresaw that Thanos was going to destroy everything. Wow. And he's also friends with the Grandmaster, who we see in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I think that that's kind of interesting. And it does talk about how he briefly held the reality gem, which is what happens Mm. in Thor. In the second right, Thor, they right. bring him that because they don't want to have two Infinity Stones together. Right, right. Oh, and I also looked up the dog. His well, name the is dog. His name is Cosmo. Cosmo. And he can talk, <laughs> and he was part of the Guardians of the Galaxy, but they don't really get into that. Yeah, in they just one. put him in there just yeah. like, as a nod. Yeah, as a mm, nod. Like, mm. they like to put those little, like, gems in there as nods. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's really interesting, babe. 
I'm a Googler, people. Googler, you'll Googler learn, but part of it is you you have the book as well. So yes, the book we and have we the have, book of knowledge. We have a Marvel encyclopedia. Yep, we love it. <laughs> we love it. We love so it. So cool. So cool. I think my favorite part though of mm. this entire movie mm. is probably the dance off uh-huh. at the end. <laughs> Because I just think it's so yeah. funny. Like, mm-hmm. what in un- like, first of all, we have an unlikely group mm-hmm. of heroes. And then <laughs> we've got, like, an unlikely circumstance. Yeah. Ronan actually makes it to the, like, makes it to the ground on yeah. Xandar. He's about to destroy <laughs> the entire race. And Quill just comes out and he's like, do you hear that? And he's like, dance. Ooh, child. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, he's like, break down. (laughs) Gamora. (laughs) Gamora's like, no. And he's like, subtle. (laughs) And I just love that part because Uh, it's just like everything about it is so unlikely. And mm, mm, I just really love that scene. mm, If you don't love that scene, you have no heart. (laughs) You have no (laughs) No, it's really funny because it, it, it does show that I'm, predictability that yeah like peter quill has yes you know which makes him really good yeah so oh, that's awesome that's really cool awesome so let us go into themes I think my theme is revenge. Mm. And it's it's really it's really something that I think you know even ties into what we're experiencing in our day and time today. Mm. And not saying that it's revenge but that there's a it's vengeance. There's a vengeance. Revenge and vengeance are can are kind of close. There's a thin line between the two where you know yeah like justice must be served. Mm. It must be but when it's served out of a place of you hurt me, now I need to hurt you, then it becomes this this thing where like it's, it, it it consumes you. Mm. It consumes you. And I think there is, you know, there is a way to to still get your ju- the justice without you yourself getting destroyed in the process. Mm. And I think mm-hmm. that like Drag, it's really Drax. I feel like I feel for Drax because he he's justified to feel the way he does. Yeah, he's, he's so justified because it's like, look, Thanos, you know, not Thanos, but like Ronan killed your family. Mm-hmm. He killed his wife Technically and children. Technically, Thanos though, he does get to that part. I mean, he does get to part yeah. of Thanos, but like he's Ronan is the guy who actually did it. Yeah, and you're going like, I need to kill this guy because he. He he killed my family, and it's so justified. But he put the universe at risk. Yes. In the process. Yes. And that just really speaks volumes about when you get hurt. When you get hurt, I think yes, justice can be served. But also, I think that, and I know this is very hard for us to do. I, I, find it, I find it hard to do that. When I get hurt, I need to think about 
how far does this should this hurt go mm. should i keep this this knife that has been like plunged into my back should i keep it in and keep it keep plunging it inwards you know by wanting vengeance or should i find a healthy way to get justice mm. you know and so definitely ronan needed needed to be stopped yes. and what happened in the end is justified it needed to happen right but i think drax drax was struggling so much like his concept was i want revenge yeah i want revenge yeah you know it's so weird because in when if you go to like if you go to to like infinity war we're gonna touch on that a little bit as well where you know you kind of see some of the traits of that where it's like that wound that he had kept on rotting and poisoning him instead of him finding healing he wanted revenge and i think Mm -hmm. sometimes Sometimes, yeah, it, 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 it happens, you know, where it's like, hey, like, you know, I've been hurt. And, but you need to ask yourself, like, is it that important? Should you throw your, your life out for this? Should, mm. you, should you, like, lose yourself to this sense that you're having where it's like, I need to destroy this person because they messed up my life. Mm. And, and, and I think part of it as well is that, like, he, he had friends. He was making friends. Yeah. But I think that, he because he did not have put great value on that enough value on that to say you know what i have friends i should not do the stupid thing like calling ronin yeah here. you know like because i was down <laughs> which you gives know? him the stone which gave him the stone that actually gave him you know? the stone if drax had right, not done that that would not have happened yeah. you know and they would have they would have actually gone back to the to the nova core and given yep. them the stone yep the stone would have been much much safer with them and so it 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 does you know it does speak volumes on how revenge can be or is toxic it is also very dangerous it's Mm -hmm. very it it's very destructive it can you know um you know someone said like if you're if you're seeking to revenge dig two graves Mm. you know one for yourself and one for the person you want to bury yeah but i i think like sometimes it's a mass grave because it destroys, it can destroy a whole lot more people in the process mm. besides the person you're targeting. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's hard, it's difficult. Sometimes it's impossible, you know, it's depending on what you're faced. There are people, that, especially with the time we're living in today where there is so much hurt that's being exposed. Mm. You know, I, I'm talking about real stuff, like where it's like, I don't know if I would, I would not have, I would not process those things well. Mm-hmm. But somehow it's finding that even that tiniest chance, the tiniest chance that, hey, can you let go of the vengeance, the, the, mm. the, the revenge part, but still find justice, still be able to, to do the right thing and bring the person to account mm-hmm. without the mindset of saying, I just want revenge. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think mine actually really compliments yours very much yeah um so the theme that i really pulled out of it was how do you treat people Mm. when you're angry Mm. so i think that when Mm. you're angry you're going through or you're suffering in some way Mm. i think it's really easy to become selfish i think it's very very easy to become selfish when Mm. things like don't seem to be going your way or like maybe something has happened to you I think, mm. like, the best example I can think of is, you know, Shalom's 
dad passed away um, pretty suddenly. Mm. And then within within like a few months of that, like we actually were evicted from our apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Not by our own cause. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it was like the place was kind of like falling apart and mm. need to be renovated. So like they were like, yeah, we got to kick you out. Mm-hmm. And I, we were like, great. So like Shalom's dad just passed away and now we're getting like evicted from our apartment. Mm. And, and your grandma just passed away. And wow. my grandma passed away. So it's yeah. just like a lot all mm. at once. Mm. And... It was really easy for me in that time to be like, no one gets me. Mm. No one understands me. Everybody is out to get me right now. Like, Mm. doesn't everybody understand that I'm going through this hard time? And it's Mm. like, actually, no. (laughs) Actually, Mm. no. People, the cashier doesn't know that I'm having Mm. a really hard time right now. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the cable person who is two hours late doesn't know that we're going through a really hard time right now and yeah. we're moving out of a like a place that is is hard right you know and right. i think i think that quills lo- i call it the loser speech where he's like we're all losers <laughs> <laughs> like i mean we've lost something <laughs> we've all lost something <laughs> i think that that speech is really telling because it's just being aware mm. that when you lose something, it's really easy to become selfish. Right. And instead of letting it it make you want to have, like, revenge on other people or feel like it's an excuse to be rude to other people or it's mm. an excuse to cut people out or it's an excuse, mm. instead it becomes empowering and it, it you learn mm. from losing things mm. how strong you are mm. and how how much more compassionate you can be because you have now felt that. So instead of just being empathetic, you can now be sympathetic. And yeah, I think oh sympathy is so much stronger than empathy because you've genuinely been through it and you can relate to people mm. and you can help people through mm. things mm. because you now have that experience. Wow. So yeah, I think in the beginning, when I look at these characters, they only team up for selfish reasons. Yes. They team up. They want to sell this thing. They want money. They want money. Yeah. They just want to get rid of it. Yeah. But at the end, they're like, actually, selling this thing, just getting rid of it doesn't help anyone. Like, we want to actually save people. Mm. And I think you see that. You kind of see it come full circle. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 so real. That's so real. Yeah. Like, I, I think I I think that... You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of like you know personal reflection that you see mm. in the movie, and and you see each of them are processing something. Yeah, each one of them. Yeah, they're processing something, and except except Groot. Groot is like just this happy fellow. Like <laughs> Groot is just having a good time. You know, and um, and it's just it's just something that that I I've. I really connected with with just the character and and his, the loser speech was was good. Yeah, that was awesome. That's exactly what they needed to hear. Yeah, they needed to hear that. You know, um, I I had one other thing that I I've been thinking about a lot is that Groot like and and you know I noticed this and I was like I was like okay I don't know if this is a thing because I know Groot is not they consider him I can't remember what the 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 title is the the name of the his species. I forgot his species, a but Groot. Uh, the Groot. I think he is. They call the Groot. Groot. Um, and was all they say is I am Groot. That's all they say. 
to each other but with each one they actually get saying whole things it's like it's a language and you know rocket can hear mm-hmm. rocket can 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 understand mm-hmm. what he's saying mm-hmm. um and later on we we discovered that thor also understands what he's saying uh understands the language yeah and you know twice in the movie you know they say oh we have enough money for the three of us and then Groot always goes like i am Groot and they're like oh yeah yeah and Groot four with Groot and i really thought a lot about like kind of language and sometimes how we rate people when they don't speak our language and english especially you know because sometimes like we we discount certain people based on the fact maybe they don't speak English well enough and we're like, yeah, you're not really... Mm. We, we kind of almost, like, look down on a person. Maybe not to the extent of, of saying, oh, you're not a person. Um, that's I don't think that's extent, but but there is this this way that we look at people just based on even accent. Even accent, you know? We live in the United States where, you know, I, we're in the East and everyone speaks pretty, like, just straight, straight, mm. straight English. You know, yeah. it's pretty straight English. You know, where we live, at least. You know, when you're going to Philly, it sounds a little different. New Jersey, it's got its own thing. Mm. But there is this, like, this thing that I started hearing about Southerners who have a mo- that Southern accent and how, you know, kind of like how that can be tied with um, just low level of ed- mm. education. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, oh, they're not as educated. And the yeah. moment you hear the accent, immediately you switch and you go like, okay, you're not as educated because you have that accent. Mm. And even for myself, uh, I'm black. And when when I would go into a store or be speaking to someone who's white and and they would they would have this like approach with me. And then because I, I grew up speaking English, I'm pretty fluent and I speak pretty straight English they're like, whoa, your English is so good, you know. And and I remember, I remember, you know, my first, you know, what two weeks, and I would meet people, and they'll be like, how did you learn to speak English so fast? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, there's this app that they have nowadays that like just like you know translates. You messing with people. <laughs> it was so and, bad. And because it's like it really there is this thing about language that people have sometimes where it's like. If you don't speak a certain way, if you don't speak like me, mm. you're weird, you're different. And I have, I rate you based on how you speak. Mm-hmm. And so definitely the levels, the Groot levels are pretty high in terms of they completely disregarded him yeah. in so many things. Yeah. But I think that we as people sometimes have a disregard for people who might not, who don't speak English as good as us or might not speak English at all. And yeah. we, we tend to look down on that as not as educated, not as important, mm. and their views seem to be less valued. Actually, talked to I was talking to a friend one time about English and how in the U.S. I think because we're not bilingual naturally, mm. we have a really poor view of language and we yeah. use it as as an educational mark, yeah, instead of just as like. You can be smart and not speak English. Yeah. And he was telling me a story about how when he was younger, he worked at a restaurant mm. and there was a cook there mm. who was, they were Mexican and they spoke Spanish and they wow. were actually a dentist. They were a doctor. They were a oh dentist. My and they had to have this low paying minimum wage job mm. while they were, cha- while they were taking all their tests to be a mm. dentist in the U.S. because, yeah. you know, everything doesn't transfer. Right. And 
people would treat this guy so poorly mm. because he didn't speak English well. But it's like, at the same time, this guy's a dentist. Like, he's highly educated. Oh, my word. Yeah. And again, just because he didn't speak English. And yeah, I find that, I do find that really interesting. And mm. I think that's something as Americans, mm. I think that we're kind of growing out of that as mm. the as the U.S. becomes more diverse as yeah. we... As we continue to grow, and mm. we have a we have a younger generation now that that's more understanding of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think, and it it has been proven that as as humans in general, we are becoming more compassionate, mm. um, just in the way that mm. we we view things. Yeah. So I think that 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 is changing. Mm. But yeah, I do think that language is often used mm. as as a way for people to yeah to justify how they think about yeah. someone or to yeah. categorize someone yeah yeah and and that's sad that's yeah. sad right so we're gonna round up before we do do you have anything that you'd like to share keep on binging people go keep on, on to guardians of the galaxy 2 Yes. Coming up next. Yes, coming up next. <laughs> Keep binging. I like this. I like I like I remember watching the baking show, the the one I nailed it. Oh, nailed and, it. And one of my favorite things is when she's like, Don't go to work, just watch TV. <laughs> yeah. Nicole. <laughs> we love nailed it. Oh That's hilarious. So hilarious. <laughs> anyway, next week, Age of Ultron. Yes. Probably one of my favorite villains. I've been oh, saying my this word. every week. Oh, I really love Age of Ultron. Yes. And then we go to Ant-Man. And then Captain America Civil War. Yes. we got Big a one. lot coming up, guys. Big one. Big one, yeah. We've got some pretty heavy, heavy, yeah. heavy ones coming up. Which is why these episodes are just really fun. Where they're yes. not, a, not as deep, not as heavy. Yes. Very funny. Yeah. So that's been good. Yeah. Um, also... Looking forward to finishing this up. We won't be done until May, but yeah. after that, we are moving on to Hawkins Talkins, Hawkins, which Hawkins. is all about Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. We are Stranger Things fans, so yes, hopefully are. you are too. Yes, we are. So yeah, make sure you're all caught up, yes. and also we're gonna be diving into the third season as well. Yes. So that's gonna be amazing. And then we'll do Star Wars. Star Wars, but not until September. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's gonna, gonna be, be awesome. So it's gonna be good. We have lots of great stuff. Like throughout the whole year, we're gonna be doing this. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. So good. All right. So thank you so much for joining us on this nerdy journey. We'll see you next Thursday. Game over.